Geiger Medical Education Podcast listeners. This is Kevin Eva, the editor-in-chief of the journal. Today, I have the pleasure of reaching across the globe, across the Pacific Ocean anyway, from Vancouver to Taipei. The voice you'll hear momentarily belongs to Cha Wu Hu, who is a resident in the Chenggong Memorial Hospital there at Taipei. And Cha Wu has a paper coming out with her co-authors in the November 2022 issue of Medical Education under the title Responding to Change in a Medical Student Rural Community Service, Insights from Activity Theory. Welcome and thank you so much. I know it's 6 a.m. in the morning there, so I appreciate you getting up very early to do this. Wow, thanks so much for such an opportunity to share our story. Basically, I'm now in postgraduate training in Chang'an Memorial Hospital, Taiwan, and will start my residency training in OBGYN next year. I graduated from School of Medicine, Chang'an University in Taiwan. From my students' period, I put my heart and soul in medical humanities and social science, since I believe that medication is not only molecular biology, but more focused on a person or patient's whole life perspective. That's why I devoted to Locada during my college student period. I love to join community service project because I enjoy working hard with the team that is the member of Locada. To accomplish our sharing goal, providing assistance to medically underserved communities, especially indigenous villages. It's a great goal, and you've clearly been deeply engaged in that activity. Can you tell our listeners how that sort of outreach takes place or how you have been working in these service learning programs to try to enable care in those under-supported areas? Yeah, I'm very glad to share. Locada is one of the student-initiated clubs in our university, and our goal initial aim is to provide assistance to medically underserved communities, especially indigenous villages. And our motto is, we volunteer for community self-sustainability. We hope to improve overall quality of life in rural areas to such a level where residents no longer need their help and were self-sustaining. And medical assistance usually took the form of individual resident consultations for health problems such as self wound care, low back pain, and control of chronic hypertension or diabetes mellitus. And the rural villagers provide accommodation for students and engage students in community life through, for example, church activity. That was an important aspect of the community. But given the scarcity of medical resources and specialist medical services, the consultation project conducted by medical students were highly regarded and supported by the remote indigenous community. And the students think that they could do is to provide medical assistance to the rural villages. So we have the club named Locada. And our goal, first goal, is to provide the medical assistance like uh, maybe counseling for medical problems to the villagers. But the students 
find some struggling during their club engagement. So that's why I want to have these studies. Yeah, and so tell me a bit more about that struggle when you say that the students or their group had to negotiate their position in these communities. What were the challenges that they were facing? According to my observation and my experience, we think that the obstacles may be the IDS program in Taiwan. The IDS is Integrated Delivery System. It is programs conducted by the health sector, and the government have contacted hospitals, and the hospitals provide medical assistance to the remote areas to help them promote their health quality. So the government involved in the healthcare field and the medical students also provide their medical assistance to them. And under this context, there are two different kinds of sources to provide medical consultations and medical resources to the remote villagers. One is from the government and one is from the students themselves. So the students find very hard or the difficulties because they haven't had the license yet. But the government have the contacted collaborative hospitals and the hospital have very much resources like the specialties for surgeons or OBGYN or the physicians. But medical students, just as students, they have the goal to provide, but they are poor in the expertise. So that is the first I observe this kind of obstacles. Then we conduct further qualitative study to use the lens of the chat because we want to have a more clear picture to find out what happens in this student initiative healthcare service learning group. And yeah. You just mentioned chat, which is uh, cultural historical activity theory. Why was that considered to be the appropriate theory for you to apply to this particular question? We use chat as a theoretical framework to help us gain insight into the interactions between students, indigenous communities, and the public health sectors. And the, this provides us to understand the evolution of the service learning relationships and its effectiveness from multi dimensions. Chat was chosen as an analytical method because it enabled us to unpack what might be occurring over time when a new activity was introduced into interactive systems. From chat principle, we figure out that there is a more expensive learning this part as a project of social dynamics between humans and the students underwent the expensive learning from our chat analytical results. We found that students have the expensive learning and that's the whole part and the concrete part of the products of medical education. Hmm. Those challenges you just described, you said in the paper that you were able to identify points of fragmentation 
using chat and the tensions that arise from bits and pieces being fragmented. It's an interesting word to use. I wonder if you can explain what insights you gained from applying chat that you didn't have before. Okay. From the chat, we analyzed that for the analytical unit was the medical consultation project conducted by medical students. So their subject is medical students and community is Lokada, Lace Club. And our primary object is to learn how to provide healthcare services. Because from medical students' view, they think that they are only students grade one and two in medical school. But their object was learn how to provide healthcare service to the indigenous community so that they can further improving their healthcare and quality of life. But the tools, they have only several lectures before their placement into the villages. Like we have the EKG class by our senior doctors or the junior doctors. We have the class before we go to the villages or go to the remote areas. We have class in school for the preparation, but the tools is efficient or although we have the class in the university, but we lack of the clinical skills. We don't have the clinical experience to clerk and for our rules. Our rule is that the club has a close night relationship and engagement between us. But what is poor is that we, at the beginning of the service learning community, we lack of cultural adjustment because our goal is to help the indigenous residents to get rid of the bad habit. But the bad habit is perceived by the medical students themselves. They didn't have the cultural adjustment. But they don't know that there is a cultural difference. So they fail to let the indigenous people get rid of the habit. So there is a conflict between it. And the third part is that for the division of labor part in the chat, the division labor is that medical students will invite doctors to join us during each engagement of the medical consultation. But at first, some of the doctors are willing to join the student for their engagement. But later, the doctors may find that they are too busy to join the student's activity and the lack of the funding and resources. So the medical consultation project fell in the after years. So as you reflect on the transformations that you were trying to help both the students go through and the healthcare provision that you were trying to help them enable, what did you learn from this project with respect to how to create a win-win for both the community in terms of healthcare and the students in terms of their education? What would you want other people to know if they're trying to set up service learning programs like this? I think that's interesting part of our article 
because the IDS implementation actually upset the balance of rural healthcare supply and demand, and resulting in the accumulated tension between and within the activity system. But the medical students underwent an expensive learning cycle. That is, they try to figure out what they can do. They focus not only on the medical domain, but also other education and the economy fields. And the expensive learning from medical students help them shift from a biomedical to biopsychosocial model of service. And they found that only that flexible goal setting and copy ability are critical for university service learning groups to survive and maintain their vision, crossing various value systems. And in our research, the chat and the concept of expensive learning provide greater understanding of success influence because before they transfer, they only provide medical consultation, but after then they saw that their effectiveness of the medical consultation project is very limited. So they try to figure out what they can do. And the more important transform activity system is that the primary object of the student and the residents can match because maybe after the IDS program conducted, the local residents went to the hospital or the clinics provided by the government, but they still have other obstacles or other demands for help, like the economy or other education problems. So the students thought that our goal is to improve overall quality of life. So why not provide the education part to the villagers in the remote area? So that is a win-win situation for students. Then they learn how to provide not only medical consultation, but also other fields. And for the villagers, their quality of life, uh, not only the healthcare parts, but also other parts like economic or the child education. So we think that it's a transform activity system. Yeah. Yeah. And those are very laudable goals. And certainly the ideal of these sorts of programs by you know, helping to transform and improve the education of the students in the service of providing health care. So anybody who's engaging in work of this type, I would recommend this paper for many of the details in terms of the struggles that people went through and the way that this team has helped to highlight ways in which these programs can be positioned to overcome some of those struggles and push towards that win-win on both sides. I'll remind those of you who are interested that the paper is called Responding to Change in a Medical Student Rural Community Service, Insights from Activity Theory. Xiaowu, thank you very much for sharing your wisdom with us and for sharing the article, and I look forward to hearing how this continues to evolve. Thank you.